thank you so much, uh, Pastor Mary, for leading us in that time and the session of worship and prayers. May the Lord God bless you so much. And uh, I thank God for each one of us that we took our time to log in, to come and be blessed together. I always say that we cannot get used to the presence of the Lord. Every day we come here, every Wednesday, every week we come here, we come with an expectant heart because the Lord is always willing to do something new to those that are waiting upon him. Uh, as she said, I am Evangelist Masi. I am born again. I love the Lord for saving me and sustaining me through thick and thin. I will not say that things have been so good that I uh, there is nothing that could have taken me away from the presence of the Lord. But it is the grace of God that has helped me to stand firm and to continue serving God and to continue waiting on God and to continue seeking His face and to do His will. So it is by the grace, it is not by the power, it is not by my knowledge, it is not by experience, it is not because of anything else but by the grace of God that tonight I can stand and say he's my personal savior. So I am glad because the Lord has given me this chance to come that we may share the word of God together. And therefore may God bless you so much also for taking your time to join us today. It is a special day and uh, yes, it's been a while. I thank God for all the people that have been uh, stepping in, Pastor Maura, Pastor Mary, I so many other pastors that have been ministering to us. The Lord is expanding us, and therefore, every time we get all the ministers to come and minister to us, we are blessed because we are all gifted differently. And so when we come and we have um, uh, the, the word of God spoken to us by the man or the woman of God, we receive it because we are all blessed differently. So for us is to open our hearts, and receive that which the Lord has for us. And therefore tonight, um, as I send the message tonight out to you, that my message today is uh, position yourself for God's blessing. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word tonight. As we speak your word, my Father, prepare our hearts to receive from you, O God. We are thirsty for you. Speak to us, O God. Our hope is in you, O oh God. We lift our eyes to you, Jehovah, that you minister unto each one of us, O oh God, that the Lord will live here with that testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to read the word of God from the book of Genesis, chapter 26. <clears throat> Genesis, chapter 26. And I'll start from verses 1. I'll read a few verses over there. Uh, from verses 1, the Bible says, There was famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, and, and Gera, in Gera. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give all this land, and I will perform the oath which I saw to your, to Abraham your father. And I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give to your descendants all this land, 
and in your seed all the nation of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments and my statutes and my laws. I'll jump to verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of hens and great number of servants. So the citizens envied him. Now the citizens had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father. And they had filled them with us. And Adminic said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. And Isaac departed from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gera and dwelt there. And Isaac dug again the wells of water which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father. But the Philistines had stopped them up after the earth of Abraham, the death of Abraham. He called them by their names which his father had called them. But Isaac's servants dug the valley and found a well running water there. But the henchmen of Gera quarreled with Isaac's henchmen, saying, The water is ours. So he called the name of the well Isaac, because they quarreled with him. Then they dug another well, and they quarreled over that one and also. So he called its name Tina. And he moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he called its name Rehoboth. Because he said, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. Amen, amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. When I was reading this word, um, I was just blessing the name of the Lord. And for God to bless us, we have to position ourselves. And for you to be able to position yourself, one thing, you have to hear the voice of God. You have to be able to be quiet and hear from God. Because many times we hear so many voices. And unless you separate yourself and you sit somewhere quiet and be able to listen and hear the exact voice of God and what that voice is doing. So the first thing before you uh, you position yourself, or one way of positioning yourself is to um, hearing the voice of God. And hearing the voice of God is by setting yourself apart from all other busy things, from all other things. You set time for yourself. You set time for you and God so that you can hear from God. So the first thing we do is you hear from God because you cannot do anything. You cannot guide yourself until you hear from God. So when you hear from God, as Isaac heard the voice of God telling him, do not go down to Egypt. Guess what? There was famine. And the Bible says there was no any other famine like that even before. And because there was famine, Isaac decided, I'm going to leave this place and go because there is so much hunger here. It's like the way we are here in America and or we came from our country and we said we are leaving our country. We're going to America for green pastures. And I believe that everybody that took that flight, you took a flight to look for greener pastures. 
and you came to America. But there are people that have come here and have gone back home, you know? And there are people that they feel they can fit here. Or they even leave Kenya, they go to other countries, or they go to other cities. And they live, even in this country, sometimes we move from one city to another, one city to another. For instance, we hear people are moving down to Seattle because business is working there, you know. And we said, I'm just going to wake up and go to Seattle because business is doing well in Seattle. And I'm going to move down there. And you have not heard the voice of God. The most important thing for you before you make any decision, for you to receive your blessing, you have to hear the voice of God. You hear with the ear that hears God. Praise be to God. So, Isaac, as much as he was planning to go, as much as he was planning to go elsewhere because there was famine, he heard the voice of God. And when he heard the voice of God, what did he do? The next thing that you need to do is to obey the voice of God. Because when you obey the voice of God, you are able to enjoy the promises of God. So you hear God, then you obey the voice of God. Uh, when, when, from the verse that we have read about Abraham, you see, God is promising uh, Isaac a lot of promises. And uh, when you read uh, on verses um, 4, he says, And I will make your descendants multiply as, as the stars of heaven. Do you know why? When you go all the way down, he says, Because Abraham obeyed my voice. The reason why God is going to do all these things is because Abraham obeyed the voice of God. You see, even as a parent, there are things that we can have our covenant with God, obey God for the sake of our children, obey God and have a covenant with God for the sake of our generation. And we can change the situation of our generation. We can cut things and we can make our generation to be blessed, our descendants to multiply, our descendants to increase, our descendants to be blessed of the Lord because we obey the voice of the Lord as are as the parents. Maybe your grandfather or your grandmother they did some other things. They believed in the God of the mountain and you keep the people going back to those old uh, and those old things, you know, I don't know traditional things. And here we are, we believe in the blood of Jesus, the deliverance by the blood of Jesus. What can change that? You as a parent, you can stand and say, as of now, as of my generation, it is the blood of Jesus that will be speaking for my generation. And you hear the voice of God and you choose, oh yes, the blood of Jesus is the one that is going to speak for my generation. You hear the voice of God and you stand in the gap for your children. Abraham obeyed the voice of God. He kept the law of God. And now here comes Isaac. And God is telling him, do not move from here. Ah, I'll bless you right here. With your descendants, I will multiply you. What does that tell us? That it is not where everybody else is that you prosper. It is when you are at the right place. It is when you are doing the right thing. It is when you are where God wants you to be. Not where other people want you to be. Everybody was moving to where there was no famine. But here comes the voice of God 
speaking to Isaac do not move from here stay here and when you obey when you stay here I will do this for you I will deal this for your generation I will bless them ah I will multiply them like the stars glory be to the name of the Lord and I thank God that Isaac did not question God as his father obeyed the voice of God Isaac obeyed the voice of the Lord the bible says that in the same year Isaac stood in that same land where there was famine he decided you know what the Lord has spoken i am going to do it i am going to be here and i can imagine when it is so hard and you decide to do something that nobody else is doing that is when people think you are crazy you know you have this crazy faith that because you have had god i am going to do this thing and people think that you are crazy but as long as you have had god it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks I remember I remember some time when I I started taking care of the orphans not because I had a very good job I started when I was just a CNA with the CNA money and I and I reached out to people help me to pay school fees for the children but I remember somebody that was a close friend made a comment and said now what is this thing that Masi is doing she knows very well she knows very well she doesn't have money and she keeps on borrowing people money to pay school fees for the children why did she even put herself in that situation in the first place but guess what i never did i had a voice a voice that i had to obey not because i had money oh my god Let me tell you even my own family my brothers my sisters me being the last born in our family they didn't understand what is this that I am doing they did not understand they didn't know what is going on with me i'm the only one in the us everybody else is back home what would they accept i start taking care of everybody maybe they are children maybe they give them money but here i am i'm going out there looking for orphans Guess what? If it was much was as I would have said, no, I want to take care of my wife. But there was a voice that I heard. As much as I was just a CNA, working eight hours, sometimes few hours a day. But I heard the voice. And I had to obey that voice. And today, see what the Lord has done. We started with a, a, a boy in classes. Today, he's in form four. That is what our God can do. We started with the one today we have eight. Glory be to the name of the Lord. They have never lacked. None of them has ever been sent home for school fees because God, the God that spoke to me, that voice that I had was a true voice, was a real voice and the Lord was were in a promise to provide. I didn't know how. but he has been so gracious for all those years he has provided for them i know i call i send out messages i speak to people support the children but you know what only god can convince you to give i can keep telling you and telling you but if god doesn't con- convince you to give you cannot give and the only way you can got you can get convinced is because i heard the voice and i obeyed the voice 
Please be to God. And therefore Isaac obeyed the voice. He decided to sow in the land. As much as it was, there was famine. The Bible says that the same thing here. Hmm, the same thing here. He he harvested a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Can you imagine? The man began to prosper. And he continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Can you imagine? You start by harvesting a hundredfold and the Lord blesses you. Then the man began to prosper. Then you continue prospering until you become so prosperous. So he had hands, he had cattle, he had even servants to take care of his, his uh, you know, his son, he had servants, many servants to help him. And the Bible says, as he handed all these people to him, he decided, you know, because I have a lot of flocks, we need to dig the wells that my daddy had died long before, so that our flocks can get somewhere that they can get water from. And during that time, when they went to dig the well, the Bible says that the people there fought the servants of Isaac. They fought them back. As in, they waited when they dug the well. They came and claimed the well back. And what happened is that they did not fight them back. They left. You see, when you hear God, you don't need to fight battles for yourself. Because you know, it's God that has spoken. You don't have to fight for yourself. You don't have to fight people. You don't have to keep explaining yourself to people. You know what you have heard. You obey, you let that voice lead you to what to do. So they took the first well and they descended, um, the, the servants and Isaac descended to name the well Isaac. They dug another well where the Yusuf still came and quarreled with them and they took the well away from them. They still, uh, Isaac and his servant did not fight these people back. So they called the well they did not give up. You see, when you have the voice leading you, you don't give up. There is that voice that drives you. There is that power that drives you. Even when things are so, they are not working out the way you think they should be working. There is that voice that encourages you to keep going. And so they kept digging the well. And they came to dig the third well where the Bible says only these people did not fight them back. Praise be to God. And they called the well Rehoboth. Meaning the Lord is going to prosper. The Lord has created a room for us. This is where we belong. Can we keep doing the work of God? Can we keep doing what the Lord has called us to do until we get to Rehoboth, a place of rest? Praise be to God. And we will only do this when we get to understand that we have to hear God. And you have to obey God. Praise be to God. And then when you obey God, ah, you will be able to enjoy the blessings of God. Because there is no way you hear God, you obey his voice, and then he fails to fulfill his promises. Yes, the Bible says his promises are a yes and a man. That when you hear what he needs you to, to do, then you obey him. So you have to be at the right place 
at the right time doing the right thing for you to receive the right thing from God. For you to receive the blessings from God. Obey the voice of the Lord. And you cannot obey without hearing that voice. There are so many voices speaking. <laughs> that even during this time, this time that things we don't even know what is happening. Things are just so uncertain. We don't know. There is one thing I know. That when you hide yourself and set time yourself to hear from God, God is still speaking. Even with those things, these things that are happening in the whole world. God is still speaking to his remnant. My question is, are you setting some time apart for you and God? Not with any other thing. Not with anybody else. They say quarantine with your family. Stay with your family and stay there and don't go out. Don't travel. You know, during holidays, stay with your family. Stay in the house. Only go out when it's, it's so necessary. Children of God. Are you quarantining yourself with God? Can you take time so that you can hear the voice of God? Because this is the only way we are going to receive our blessings. When we position ourselves, make sure that you are at the right place. You are where God wants you to be. You are doing what God wants you to do. Yes, you are in the land where God wants you to be because he brought you here. Now that you are here, are you doing what God wants you to do? Or are you just waiting to turn on the TV and see breaking news? And you follow what the breaking news is saying. But we need to hear the breaking news from heaven. What is heaven saying to us? How can you hear what the breaking news of heaven if you are not taking time to hear the one that is speaking from heaven. You can only know the breaking news on CNN when you turn on the TV. As long as your TV is off, you will not know what is going on on CNN. You will not know until you turn on your TV on. And until you learn to listen from God, until you get connected with the breaking news from the air, from heaven, you cannot hear God. So are you quarantining yourself with God that you may hear from God? Then when you hear and if you have heard what God wants you to do, are you doing exactly what God asked you to do? Are you doing it? Are you just saying, well, things will... Are we just waiting until when we go back to the church? They are saying there are going to be another shutdown. They close churches. Uh-huh. Are you going to pray when you go back to the church? And let me tell you, my sister, my brother, if you cannot pray in your house, if you cannot pray in your closet, don't tell me when you go to church, you pray. The only way that we know that you are you are connecting with God start from your house. Create an altar, a place, a time for you in your house. Before you go to the church, create your time with God in your house. Such that as much as you miss the fellowship with the brethren in the church, just make sure you are not missing your fellowship with your God. 
Because when you miss this fellowship, then you are not going to hear him. And you are not going to obey him because you may obey other voices. Other voices that are speaking. Other voices that are telling you, oh, Corona is here to stay. I don't know if it is here to stay. All I know is that we have a God that saw Corona before it came and he knows the beginning and the end of Corona. So it is not my business. My business is to hear what heaven is saying. I'll stand in the gap and pray for those that are sick, those that are affected, those that have lost their dear ones. Yes, and I'll pray and pray God for protection. Yes, I'll keep the distance. Yes, I'll put the mask. But I want to hear what God is saying. And if God is not speaking to me anything about Corona, I have no business thinking about Corona. I want to do exactly what the voice of God is telling me. You know, yesterday I was I was talking to Pastor Mary and I was telling her something that has really surprised me this time round. Yes, we have so many both gospel and secular musicians that have recorded music, that have recorded songs about Corona. But what really is surprising me, there is no hit song about Corona. There is no hit song. The way you hear musicians have produced a song and it is hit song. Nobody, there is no hit song about Corona. They have tried. They sing in different languages, but there is no hit song about corona and i said oh my god i just wish people can get the understanding before you just go sing about the situation that is happening in the world get to hear from god maybe god will tell you to sing a song to tell people how to go about this whole thing or why it is happening now you sing and praise corona god is not there it's not gonna become a hit song there is no sensation TV already explained Corona songs. Yet we have so many people that have recorded songs about Corona. The question is, have they heard from God to sing about Corona? Or are they just seeing a situation and they decide, hey, this is an opportunity for me to sing about Corona. So when the day Corona will be over, what will happen to that song? It is good to hear from God. And when you hear God, you obey the voice of God. I pray that you are going to serve God. They said that the Lord has called us. Can you go back into the closet and hear God and know what exactly God wants you to do? Where does God want you to be? Because you cannot be where everybody else is. You cannot run and do what everybody else is doing. No. You do what the Lord has called you to do. That is the only way you are going to receive your blessing. Position yourself for God's blessing by hearing and obeying the voice of God. And when you do so, you also make your generation or your descendants to receive their blessings because you have obeyed the Lord. Just like Abraham obeyed the Lord and kept the law. And here comes Isaac. Yes, he hears the voice, obeys the voice, and the Lord promises it. Because your father Abraham obeyed my voice, I am going to multiply you. I am going to multiply your descendants like the stars. Praise be to the living God. Amen. 
Let us keep serving the Lord. Let us keep seeking the face of God. So I encourage you tonight, let us seek the face of the Lord so that we can be positioned where we can receive our blessings to the glory and honor of the name of the Lord. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you tonight. We bless you for your word. Thank you, Father, because your desire is to bless and to prosper us. And the way to do that is for us to hear your voice of God and obey that voice of King of all glory. I pray that you may help us tonight, everlasting King. Help us tonight that we may position ourselves to hear your voice and obey your voice that we may be partakers of your blessings, O God. My Father, where we have gone, where you don't want us to be, position us, O God. Position us, my Father that we may serve you, Jehovah, even during this time, because you are still God. You have not changed, my God. You are still the King of Kings. You are still the faithful God. You are still the God Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. You have not changed, oh God. Father, we bless you tonight. Thank you for every woman and every man tonight that was able to log in. My God, may this word continue to minister to us. May you help us to meditate on this word, O oh Father, that will not just be the hearers, but also the doers of your word. We thank you and we give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray and we give thanks. Amen. Thank you very much, Evangelist Matthew, for that very powerful word. We give glory to God. May each one of us be able to position ourselves in order to uh, to receive the blessings of God. You know, I'm, I'm always uh, amazed by the word of God. It comes in very different day after the other because the Lord always knows what we need at that particular time. The Lord bless you so much. At uh, this point in time, before we come to the end of uh, our fellowship tonight, 